Yo, yo. What up? What up? Yo. What up? What up? Hey. Hey, welcome. Welcome to Benny's crib. What up? Uh, yeah, just leave your shoes over there. It's cool. Yeah, thanks. Does that sound cool? Yo. Yo, what up? Welcome to Benny's crib. Poor Lemayne. It is a beautiful night. And we are doing a, an episode here at Benny's Crib that I'm quite excited for. As you know, this is pretty much started as a hip-hop podcast or relating to that world. And we've expanded into not just covering, you know, creators of hip-hop music, but singers, producers, even videographers. Shout out Josh Hand, who have uh, intertwined into these worlds. And tonight we have another videographer. Someone who's not only a friend of mine, but a huge friend to the Benny's Crib brand. Oftentimes, the one shooting the vid- video and photo for Benny's Crib. They're out here as a 207 established videographer and photographer working heavily in the music realm, especially doing some dope hip-hop shit. Tristan Anderson, how are you, my friend? Benny, my guy. Thanks for having me. Hey, first question I'm going to ask you that's not actually pertaining to my written ones, but kind of just one that popped in my head. How does it feel to be sitting down here getting interviewed when usually you're the one filming it oh it's weird dude it's weird it is kind of weird, weird seeing you myself i'm like shit what, why am tristan this close to me i know I <laughs> he's feel usually like walking sh- around I should be working um damn well sometimes life throws you weird moments and we all we got to do is be here grateful we that we're here and keep going um let's ask you the first official question my friend you probably heard it several times now do you want to guess what it's going to be First memory of hip hop. First, what's your first memory of hip hop, Tristan? So my first memory of hip hop was, I want to say it was in fifth grade. Crank that by Soldier Boy. That's awesome. That was the first thing I heard, because before then I was listening to more like, kind of like rock, mm-hmm. heavy, just alternative by my stuff, dad, stuff yeah. like that, and that was my first taste of hip hop. Hell yeah. From there it was like Lil Wayne. And just spiraled. All of the popular cats. Yeah. How young are you or how old are you? What's your age? I was like 10. 10? How old, yeah. what, what about right now? I'm 25. 25. Cool. So oh, yeah. So, yeah. 15 I'm, years I'm, ago. I'm two years older than you, but still, um, Soldier Boy was mad prevalent in my middle school, junior high days. Yeah. He's been actually mentioned by several guests as an initial memory. How could you not, excuse me, how could you not see Soldier Boy wherever you went as like a young in 2006, 2007? He was everywhere. He's ever, and he's still decently relevant, um, which is pretty Definitely. wild. I think he did some kind of messed up shit, though. I think he assaulted somebody. I'm not going to front like his did assistant. Or something. I'm, not, I'm not. I could be misinterpreting it fully, but I'm pretty sure Soldier Boy acted within some range that I did not fuck with recently. But uh, that's not for here nor I there. I didn't know about that. Yeah, I mean, this it's hard to keep up tabs on all this shit now. Yeah, yeah. It happens with news. Um, regardless, Soldier Boy is mad popular. I remember Soldier Boy as well. Um, it's a pretty funny. First memory, Tristan. I wanted to also spin that question, maybe put it more into your field. Um, this is a pretty hard question to answer, I would guess. But what is your first memory of video? First memory of video? Like, that could be a home video your parents made, a music video you saw on TV. The first time you remember watching TV, like, remember any, like, early memories where you just, like, were, like, stuck watching something? Oh, man. That's a really tough one, B. That is a tough one. I mean, not necessarily. Um, it's so hard to say. There's so many 
sort of vague memories of just I can't being a answer child. It. I can't honestly think the first seeing the TV yeah. and I'm trying to think of like what the first actual music video I saw was. I can't Ooh. think of it. Yeah, I'm trying to like put in it probably was things that I wasn't even searching myself. It was just on TV yeah, no, or, like, yeah, a, like yeah. an older cousin's or something like that house. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it's a very tough question. We'll get back to that if it pops in your head. But let's um focus more on the early days of Tristan before you really were known as a videographer. Where were you born? So I was born well, I was born in Damascotta, Maine, up north. They got what, bit. clams up there or something like that? They got f- clams. Is there like a festival lobster. up there? Yeah, I think there might be. In a lake? Something like that. Is there so a I, lake? I didn't lake uh, I was born there, but I grew up in Camden with my mom. On the coast, right? On the That's coast. That's with like Rockland. Exactly. Rockland, Rockport. And Camden are all chilling. Yeah. yeah. So I grew up in Camden with my mom and then Warren with my dad. Warren. Where's Warren's that? It's like 20 minutes south. It's kind of just like the woods. Oh, nice. Main so state I... prison. Oh. <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful nightlife. Beautiful culture. You know. Um, but you were pretty much in the same mid-coast area. Mm-hmm. Is Damerscotta like the closest hospital to that area or some shit? That's so uh, weird. Well. That's like yes Auburn, no. right? Like, doesn't I feel like Auburn Lewiston has to have a big-ass hospital over there. Yeah. Oh, we're closer to, I think, Damascotta. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I had no clue. That's the funny thing about Maine. Even in these places that are probably not the most populous in terms of how many people are living there and shit you're around, you still need to have an ER in a certain radius, right? It's almost mm-hmm. like there's state uh, liabilities you have to have. Like, within a certain radius of miles, I feel like they probably have to have a, a hospital. But For sure. No, so, for sure. It's very interesting. I don't know why this is a very tangent thought, but it kind of reminds me of the same thing of like random institutions and kind of like bumfuck places in Maine in a sense. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Ob- obviously there's going to be people working at that hospital and shit, but I think about like the farther north you go, like there's got to be a hospital way up there or even mm-hmm. like different um, type of building like heavily, but kind of the same theme. Like, you know, when you're driving up to deep Maine and there's like a random Dunkin' Donuts somewhere. Totally. Oh, like, totally. How the They're fuck everywhere. does this place run? Like yeah. there's some Dunkin' Donuts person regional person that drives all the way up here and has to like meet with these people mm-hmm. like who's working here who's who has the motivation to really make this dunkin donuts great like <laughs> it's in the middle of nowhere i always think that's so hard working locals you can go to the depths of main bum fuckery and there's gonna be like a mcdonald's or a dunkin donuts without a doubt that's capitalism without a doubt. in the modern age well um did you have like a small or a large family growing up were you like always around people or is it kind of more chilling by yourself small mm. pretty small i mean uh I have a younger sister named Grace, mm. so it was just me and her, um, although my grandparents were heavily involved in my life growing mm. up, so we did have them, you know, my uncle, aunts. My mom has a big family, but, and I mean, we would get together sometimes as kids, but. Mm. I feel that. Not, I, I resonate with that heavily. I just have a younger sibling myself, Yeah. Um, and pretty much just chill with my grandparents and my cousins a little bit. Yeah. Not heavily, but... Uh, a little bit. It's so weird talking to you. I'm not going to front. I know, man. <laughs> I keep I know. thinking like we're just talking, shooting the shit like after the podcast, but I'm having a professional, detailed, question list created interview with you. And it's just like, oh shit, this is kind of interesting, Tristan. I forget that there's always going to be more to people, even ones you hang out with a lot. You never know their full story until you ask these questions. Um, but that's something I resonate with, that small family uh, youth upbringing. For sure. Let's keep it in the youth upbringing area, but more so in a personal sense. That, could be, that sounds like a very, like, oh, what's he going to say? It's actually pretty chill. I'm just, what were your hobbies growing up? What did you spend your time doing as a young Hobbies? Man? Oh, dude. I mean, skateboarding. I knew. I could just tell you were yeah. a skateboard kid. Skateboarding. Well, you had the Palace Skateboards hat on, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, started skating when I was 10, still mm. do it. Mm. So that like consumed was my it life. regular versus goofy Saturday. Yeah. What, what are you? <laughs> um, oh, I'm regular. Regular. I'm gotcha. regular. Gotcha. Yeah. Regular stance. Was um, it a good park where you grew up? Dude, that's kind of the weird thing. So the park was owned by the teen center. So you could only skate it during teen center hours. And they oh, like what? you like had to be monitored by a chaperone that worked at the teen center. Is teen center like a community area for youngins to chill? Pretty much. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And so Funded I guess by the town. Uh, we had it like there was a skate park in a lot. Mm. I wasn't skating at that time. I was super young. Uh, and the, I guess they took it from that lot, put it behind the teen center. And ever since then, the teen center ran it strict with the rules. Like you had to wear a helmet. Kind of, be, kind of being even, narcs, huh? Kind of being narcs a little bit. Not to, <laughs> Major not, to not to hate, but skateboarding isn't the best culture to have a stringent, strict, authoritative vibe with, in my opinion. Well, the worst part about it was like the hours. It's like we couldn't just go skate whenever we had the time. That's tough, yeah, especially to. like let's say uh-huh. they're closed on weekends, maybe. Yeah, that'd be rough, man. Nice summer night, you want to hit like an eight a.m. bowl session. I mean, 8 p.m. bowl session, excuse me. That's what I'm saying. And it's like sunset. Whatever hour. I feel like sunset at the skate park is one of the best vibes, too. It it had a nice sunset, for sure. Um, But not if they locked up. So that was a bummer, but then we just started jumping the fence. Allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. That's pretty badass. I like that. Hey, if if life blocks up your skateboard, or if if life blocks up your skate park, hop the fence. We had to. We had to. They... You like can't not like there's anywhere to really skate in mm. downtown camp. And that's probably but. pretty safe. To, like is like you're literally like in a fenced in area downtown that's like pretty yeah. heavily monitored probably by cameras too. Like y'all doing it yeah. the safest way you can still by breaking the rules still. Exactly. And I, I bet those like, memories do molded it in town, you. you know, where are we gonna do it? They have a park where they wouldn't let us skate. And you don't wanna uh potentially start skating in public and have bystanders or business owners giving you shit. People, skateboarders get like a lot of hate for no reason from people. I agree. How many videos have you seen where it's some older woman or older person and they're like bugging out and freaking out about some random person, you know, skateboarding um, in like a parking lot next to where they're working or something like that? I've seen a lot of videos. I've seen it. A lot. You've probably seen seen it in person, right? I've seen it in person. I've filmed it in person. What's your most wild skate park memory you can think of? Skate park Just or skateboarding of someone being like a complete bozo. (laughs) Well, uh, okay. This, This guy wasn't... The one that pops in my head is this guy wasn't being like, uh, he wasn't being like crazy towards us, but he's just like totally out of his mind. We're at the spot filming some stuff. This dude just walks up to us out of nowhere. He's old dude, um, just like sipping this, cu- this plastic cup of water. And he's like saying all this crazy stuff about how like Dunkin' Donuts donuts will change our DNA and stuff. Like, he saw our donut bags. The spot was right near Dunkin' Donuts. What the fuck? And he was, like, just telling us about, like, how him and his brother were, like, taking pictures of flying saucers, like, when they were kids and stuff, which could be true. That could Could be be true. true. But the whole donuts changing our DNA thing. He's throwing heavy energy at you right away. If you pull up saying, hey, watch out for them donuts, they're going to restructure your DNA. By the way, I got some pics of UFOs. It was was pretty weird. Um, And now, thinking back on it... uh, and he started kind of saying some, like, weird racist shit. Oh, so we, fuck him. You know? Yeah, fuck him. Hope he slipped on a fucking banana peel and cracked his head on the way home. Um, yeah. But let's get peaceful. <laughs> yeah, um, so we got out of there. Shout out skateboarding. You know? <laughs> there you go. Um, cool. 
skateboarding was a prevalent theme in your youth was there anything else that really you spent a lot of your time doing or kind of just like kicking with homies filming dude yes filming. that was my I next mean, question um speak on it though because i was going to say like were you into filming at all when you were young too yeah i mean i got i got fascinated with cameras kind of early i don't know exactly what age remember the time like like middle school yeah high school? yeah i might have been like seven or eight that's pretty and fucking early to pick up a camera and be interested i was i was always just like so into making stuff when i was like i mean really little mm. i was big into legos mm. drawing stuff like that but i would create these little lego scenes at my grandmother's house i'm a huge lego kid by the way dude i had thousands sickest. thousands of yeah yeah they're the best so made these all these crazy little lego scenes and i would take my grandma's like i don't know what it was some sort of cool pics like point and shoot with a zoom on it gotcha um and i would make like stop motion you making stop motion lego these. vids as a youngin yeah i mean not even legit like on the computer like i would just i figured out or not figured it out i guess but you know when you take a bunch trial and error it, a little bit and then you just play it back on the camera it's like oh. stop motion like that so you're looking at it through the preview screen almost yeah yeah That's and then still. from there i just you know kept sort of like i mean i pretty much always had a computer in my mm. house growing up mm. um so but skateboarding dude that's really when like the whole the video stuff took off for me and i got interested hell yeah Parents i want to me a camera i want to talk about that but i'm not gonna lie i'm heavily a legos kid yeah yeah, yeah. so i want to pause the skateboard getting into film all that beautiful explosion and artistry that blossomed from your youth. But let's talk Legos real quick. What what Legos did you play with a lot? Because I like the Harry Potter ones, the Star Ooh, Wars ones. Yep, me too. Those yep. are my favorite too. Those too. Same. I let's see, let's see, let's see if you did this, Tristan. Did you, when you were using Harry Potter characters and needed more wands, would you ever take the lightsabers from the Star Wars characters and put them in the hands of the? No, I but used that's to a do great that. Hack. I used to, I mean, I'm not going to get into it too deep, but I probably had a big, 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 like, I don't even know. It was like a desk, but there was, it was almost like a huge work desk in my parents' kitchen in like more of the dining room area, probably the size of that futon you're sitting on. And mm -hmm. for the podcast listeners, it's probably like a good seven foot futon. This entire desk became my Lego home of creativity and creation. And I had, I want to say like. 20 little buildings. I had my own little mini Hogwarts built up. That's crazy. I had like Hagrid's hut. I had the Quidditch area. It was dumb. And Your parents let you leave it there? Yeah. The whole they table? just let me like, Dude. like it was the leg. We had the kitchen table and my sister had a little table. She got to have her toys on. And then I had my big old huge ass uh, Lego table. And it was just like, I don't know, man. Just that sounds sick, man. The feeling of creativity as a young one when you're doing that shit, you can't even, it, nothing compares to that, right? Not a thing, especially having all that space to just so lucky go crazy on. So lucky. I actually had this like low-key personal grudges at my parents when I was little because I'm like, how come you guys didn't keep any of your toys or like baseball cards? Like I want I want I want that shit. Mm -hmm. So I've kept all my baseball cards and I've kept all my Legos like in these giant containers. Sick. I don't even know if I'm going to have fucking kids, but just in case B, I want those motherfuckers to just I mean can you imagine 10 years old someone brings down 10,000 Legos in a container? I'd would, freak out. Yeah, you'd probably like explode. Have an aneurysm of mm -hmm. sorts. Tremendous. Well, I just wanted to shout out Legos, man. Simple creativity for shout a growing Legos. mind. It's huge, bro. Yeah, I will say, hey, Legos, 
y'all motherfuckers too expensive. Little kids gotta learn. You can't be just targeting to the bougie audiences. Drop your prices, yeah. you broke bums. Or I guess they're rich. But I don't know why I call them broke. <laughs> I get angry when it becomes cre creativity and accessibility. Regardless, let's pivot back to a very important subject. Skateboarding. You mentioned that skateboarding was the realm where you maybe potentially start to get into video more seriously. Definitely. I mean, as soon as I started learning tricks, I started just like filming myself. That always seems to be like the the sort of typical story. Mm. But it's like you when you learn these tricks, you sort of want to like see how it looks when you do it. Because mm. um, you're not only like feeling the trick being done yourself, like you want to kind of watch it visually too, yeah, third person. You know. And <clears throat> from there, you know, it just sort of spirals into you filming your friends. You guys sort of evolve together, get better, mm. and then skate you're filming skate vids are huge videos. too, man. Everyone's making skate vids. I feel like for the most part. Yeah, that's definitely. I mean, that consumed my life up until college, pretty much. Damn. Just like skate skateboarding and filming skate videos. So you're doing that as like an early teen, even younger, up to pretty much a late teen. Yeah. Definitely. Did you, where did you go, or you don't say where you went to college, but what did you study in college? Yeah, uh, well, I went to college in South Portland. Gotcha. Um, I studied communications and new media. Nice. Um, which has been helpful yeah. in this field. But Definitely. it's funny because when I went to school, when I actually was like going to college, I didn't really know what I was going to be doing. Mm. I just sort of tried to pick a, like a major that sort of had things I was already interested in. Yeah. And I was already into editing, but um, I was doing a bunch of different editing, not just videos, like photos, trying to do graphic design. I was trying to do a lot. That tool um, tool belt built. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just try a little bit of everything. See, see sort of what sticks. Hell yeah. Video, obviously. Hell stuck. yeah. Did you get your degree? I did. I did. Congrats. Associate's degree. Is that two? It's, uh, so I did it. Two years? It took me three years. Whatever. Allegedly, it's a two-year program. Allegedly. That's low-key. Uh, Come on. Uh, Everyone's different here. You know. No, so, I mean, yeah, some people can do it in two. Yeah. The collegiate system's fucked, too. Hey, Lego, fix that, too. <laughs> fix these loans. That's a whole different story. Can you imagine if like, you just, like, do that? Like, be like, hey, yo, this company, use all your money and fix this. And they do that, it. That'd be, like, an actual system that had functionality and not greed running it. But we're not going to let those themes get into the... Beautiful stories here at Bernie's Crit today. But I always just want to make sure motherfuckers remember shit ain't all peaches out there. I might be about like I might I might be about spreading love and just celebrating life here in the podcast, but I honestly am always contextualizing that with actually we mentioned it I think last episode or two episodes ago, like shit isn't always good out here and times are really tough for a lot of artists, especially now with the pandemic and you know, I just I don't like toxic positivity where it's like Everything's good all the time. Sometimes totally. shit is not right, B. And no, shit is not true. right. Let go get everybody jobs. Mm. Of course. That's okay. If you, if, you, if you pass through the camera, you're okay. Podcast people, we got someone else filming tonight. We got Oliver. What's your last name, Oliver? Let's call it Renewski. Renewski. Oliver Renewski. Renowned and renowned here. The new boy on the campus. The new youngin' on the block. And um, we, we might be... Uh, talking no, to him no. in the background just so you know benny's crib is about to being a high professional level of journalism while also understanding that there's technical glitches and bumps and things you got to go through and i'm a one man here i'm a one man budget y'all can't be making everything look like a goddamn pitchfork interview so sometimes shit gonna be a little uh i don't know how would like a little rugged individualism yeah i'd like that yeah we roll with the punches here. Raw. 
So you can walk in front of the video. You can ask me questions. I'm pretty good at incorporating things into the. Would you agree? I can incorporate. Okay, good. Absolutely. I want. I need a third person person. I need a third person perspective in this pitch. Tristan, I want to keep talking about you getting into um, film and such. But one thing I want to talk about that I still had on my list of questions pertaining to your youth was: Were you into any like movies or TV or like? Was there any music videos that really captured you visually? Not music, not music videos. I mm. kind of I got into music videos later. Um, I was definitely watching TV quite a bit as a kid. Um, what, were you, what were your shows? Shows like Pokemon. Yes. Uh, I mean, how young are we talking? Pretty much from when you can remember to like when you're, I don't know, like in high school still, man. It was really like, because we sort of had this moment uh, in my household where my dad like cut the cable off because he was like yo you and your sister are watching too much tv my dad did not like cable either he went to the 86 and canceled spongebob in my household spongebob spongebob almost got canceled i had to watch it at daycare and covert missions b oh my god dude i was definitely watching spongebob when i was young uh but yeah we had that moment where he's like oh you and your sister are watching too much tv like we're not gonna do tv anymore Mm. Damn. And ever since then, I sort of, yeah, at the time, I was like, oh, fuck, fuck. you know? That's a fuck. devastating day. That's worse than a parent, um, uh, no, that. that's worse than like an extended aunt dying or something, some family member you never met before. It hurt. <laughs> it hurt, for sure. Dark. But, I mean, in the end, it's it's really for the better. Like, we would we watch movies together as a family. Nice. Um, and I got off topic here. That's TV okay. getting cut off. What were your favorite... Uh, things to watch on tv what programs oh pokemon like i said yeah like Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh like, Adobe too. you know the kind of an- anime type cartoon stuff traditional when I was really young. naruto at all you into the naruto? naruto i fucked with for sure um and then when i got older and like that whole thing went down at my dad's house i sort of just like st- almost like basically just stopped watching tv no shit altogether and still to this day haven't owned a tv in years i Whoa. only really watch stuff on my computer if i'm like like with my girlfriend or you know with my sure. roommates we'll watch a movie or but i'm not not a very big show respect show guy the videographer um, who's too busy making videos to be watching videos <coughs> that's a fact i like that i like that but you know here and there sweet well let's um really get into maybe the camera shit if i can call it that you mentioned this but when did you officially pick up your first camera were you were you like like taking it seriously like was that as a teen as in the skate videos taking it seriously yeah i i'd say when i really started taking it serious was when i got the sony vx 1000 when was that that was oh dude dang i don't even really know how old i was maybe 16 mm, so still in high school like that it's definitely still in high school gotcha um, yeah, probably 16, 17. Mm. Um, and that's the VX1000 is sort of like the camera in early skateboarding mm. to like film stuff on. So I was super hyped. Hell yeah. It's old school though. It takes like tapes. Hell yeah. But For real? That's yeah, pretty cool. Mini DV tapes. Those probably ain't the most cheap thing. No, I mean, not anymore. They're hard to find now. I mean, the whole thing's hard to use just because it's so outdated at yeah, this point. It does but sound archaic in the digital world. It's cool though. It's It's a look. It's definitely like that old school skate look i love so, that oh i grew up on those like 90s 
Kareem Campbell yeah, yeah, yeah. type shits, you know, like oh, yeah. street vids, motherfuckers hitting rails and mm-hmm. Mike Vallely, that kind of shit. No doubt. That's what we were all watching. So I guess I watched skate videos a yeah. lot as a kid. Skate videos uh, are different. I mean, skate, cause skate videos are really important too because you can often get tapped into some really good music, mm, like oh, punk, hardcore, hip hop. Skateboarding has put me on to so much new music. It's mm. like unbelievable. Shout like, out skateboarding, man. So many different genres. It's been a huge theme. I can't really mm. lie. I think at least 10%. That's a lot. Let's say I've done 85 guest interviews. We'll say I've done five repeat episodes. So we say 80 fresh interviews. That's a lot, A. Holy fuck. But yeah. B, um, I would honestly say five to eight have said skateboarding has been a part of their youth because you've been here for a good amount of them too. Yeah, and you've probably heard that before, right? For sure. Quite yeah, a sk- few times. Skateboarding and hip hop go hand in hand. Definitely. Oh, phew. I thought the GoPro was off. I didn't shit it myself. Last week, the Pink Naval episode shit done frozen us. <sighs> Moment of silence. We're back. Tristan and I were pretty heartbroken. I'm not going to lie. But that was still a good episode. And shout out Pink Naval. Pink Naval has the number two hip-hop album on Bandcamp right now. Does he? They they go by they. But My fault. Yeah. No sweat. Love. Um, They have the number two motherfucking album, yo. That's That's a horn right there. Congrats. And they were here chilling last week. Hell yeah. Man got something to say, even though they're more from Mass. You know what I'm saying, Tristan. I don't you have to explain saying, nothing man. to you. Um, so were you interested in video first over photo? Uh, yes. Mm. I would say yes. Mm. Just with the skate the skate stuff. Because I was going to ask, you know, which one were um, you into first, photo or video? But it sounds like video was the primary thing you were interested in first over photo. Definitely. Hell yeah. yeah. Just through through the skate videos. Mm. I feel sure. like skate videos. I've seen not that skateboarding photography isn't a huge huge culture, but I've definitely I feel like I've seen a lot of skate videos like more prevalently more prevalently. That's a tough word to say. Prevalently, um, in my youth, than I saw like specific just like photo books or something like that. Totally, totally. Mm. Um, when did the photos begin though? I always I definitely always played around with photos. So you mentioned um, the stop motion Lego shit. Yeah. Oh, well that, yeah. So that's the very earliest for sure. Um, and I'm sure I use my, my grandma's cam to mm. capture some other stuff, but mm. that, that memory sticks with me the hardest for sure. Oh yeah. Um, I definitely, I started taking photos more like high school ish is when I sort of hopped back into it from the whole video. What specifically thing. were you shooting? skateboarding (laughs) (laughs) surprise surprise consistent easy answers tonight from tristan um skateboarding and then during college is when i sort of discovered like a love for photography Um, i took a photo class and i took some portraits of one of my classmates it was like one of our projects i think it was our first project and just the way like the light came in from the window and like hit their you know, hit their face and they were against this wall. I was just like, I sort, I sort of saw photography in like a new light almost. Mm. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Um, I want to play with this some more. So oh, I just yeah. started, uh, really got captivated by taking portraits. Portraits people. of people, mostly close friends, you know, people close to That's me. Cool. So uh did that all through college. Still do that. Yeah, you, know. you do great portraits of uh, Appreciate you. guests here. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you. When did you move to the Portland area? 
uh, for moved college? To, yeah, for college. I was 18. Um, Living on campus? No. So my my buddy Dave, who I haven't seen in a while, first roommate, shout out Dave. He, Yo. Uh, him and I got together and we sort of, we realized that it was actually, ch- it would be cheaper for us to live off campus and have an apartment. No shit. So we're like, oh, that'd be way cooler anyway. Yeah. So Youngins, freshmen with the off-campus housing yeah dude watch out living it up watch out living it up should we get another drink you want, you want another beverage you brought some beverages yeah sure what do we got oliver can you help i cannot see if there's are there three you brought three right i think there are three yeah well i don't want to assume too these are your beverages so. no 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 brought them for you guys yeah tristan by the variety pack the tea pack take your pick take your pick just flush them out oliver Every, everything is everything over here Hey, I'm not even looking. I'm just going to put my hand down. I'll take whatever I can get. Thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you. Do you want to pick one, though? No. Oh, think were you? Gucci you up. were grabbing it this one earlier. Do you want this one? Oh, this is a hard seltzer. Hey, yeah, give me the seltzer, actually. Yeah, I'll actually, take the seltzer. Let me, let me get... <laughs> Everyone just <laughs> traded everything. <laughs> hey. Is that what you wanted? Just, yeah. Really? This is what I wanted. Sick. All right. But phenomenal. I take what I can get at the same time. Hey, here's the us. Gentlemen. Thanks. Am I supposed to crack it first? I don't know. And I found out that Oliver also... Um, that's, oh, I think we got it. Oh, in the frame, too. Fuck yeah. Um, we found out that Oliver was actually gifted a huge... A plethora, a giant box of Legos from like his uncle. Roughly just like a million spring. pieces. Roughly a million pieces. And what, what? how would you describe that? Uh, it was like unreal. I mean... An unreal moment. Like, I probably almost passed out. Almost passed out. I, I want to pass out just thinking he's about He's going to pass right out now. just thinking about it. <laughs> Calm night. I'm just kidding. Oh, he's out. Oh, fuck. Guys, I'm just kidding. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> this is fun. Incorporating things that are off camera into the on camera world. We break the fourth wall every fucking day. Yes, sir. That's what we do here. Tremendous. You moved here. The first time I remember seeing you out here in these streets. What year did you move here, by the way? Oh, so. I, I was I, here in 2018 for my first year. Graduated in 2014, so might have been late that year. Damn, 2015, you've been out here for that long? 2015. Well, this is a seltzer. I don't really remember. This was like 2015, yeah. Pomegranate and acai, this is interesting. It's pretty it's hit, good. Hitting me different. Whew, got my motherfucking taste buds spinning. But you've been out here for like, what, six years now? A minute. Yeah. A I, uh, minute. I moved away for a little bit, about a year. Oh, yeah, you were like, talk about that real quick. Where where did you move? I moved to uh, Oceanside, California, first spot with my homie from high school, Eamon. How long? Uh, I was only there six months. That's a a decent long time. What what, what would you take away from that experience? Oh, man, so, so much. I don't even know how to sum it up. It was just something I always wanted to do, Mm. go out to California, just like, you know, the young skater dream. West Coast. West Coast, so baby. Tony so, Alva, empty fucking pools. Yeah, man. I never skated an empty pool out there. Well, at the skate park I did. Pull but a, not what is it? In the street. Never pulled a, a dog town? Uh, hop the fence, yeah. hit the fucking... Yeah. What's that? that, that that's a movie, right? Lords of Dogtown? Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. That's um, a good-ass movie. Yeah, dude. I have <laughs> three copies of it for some reason. I have one copy of it here in my, in my movie collection, actually, I think. I was pretty... Because I was big into skateboarding growing up, too. 
Yeah. Because my friends all skateboarded, and then longboarding became the big thing everybody did, which is way yeah. different than skateboarding, but you're still on the street on the asphalt with wheels. Mm-hmm. I was anxious and overweight, so I just biked everywhere with everybody. Dude, biking's like, great. Biking's tremendous, bro. I had a BMX bike with no brakes, so I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to make do. No a lot breaks. of hills in my town, B. <laughs> so, That's reckless. Yeah, shit gets pretty wild. I ain't going front. <laughs> but uh, shout out youth and... uh positive experience moving to california you came back yeah dude yeah no doubt i i learned a lot it was definitely a big jump Hell going yeah. from just being in maine my whole life and packing up my whip and sending it with my cat Peace. you know my one homie I'm shout out, out amen wow well, i bet you're gonna hold that those memories forever with you man for sure definitely let's kick it back to the east coast the crown jewel the crown of the east coast i say portland maine um the first time I met or had seen you or your work, I think, was when Jacob Powers had that threaded fashion show in Congress yeah, Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fall no, okay. Of 2019. Yeah, I remember uh, meeting you there. I remember. Yeah, you were sitting down saying, "What's up?" Yeah, I'm trying to think. I probably met you through Josh. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. Josh was no, there. you were sitting with Josh. Yeah. You were sitting with Josh, and that's why Shout I came up and was like, "Oh, what's up?" Because I'd seen, I knew of you, sort of. I've seen the podcast because yeah. I became friends with Jacob and then Josh. And yeah, and little circle. we'll get to this too because um, you actually came through in 2019. But we'll get to that in a second because I, I saw you at that uh, show. Shout out Jacob. And then... Yeah, big shout out to Jacob. Around this time, I think you had been shooting these photos for artists like Dre Armani. Yep. And um, I believe I saw you do some videos for another artist... Um, Actually, both Dre and this artist have been on the podcast. AB the King. AB, my guy. Um, I think yeah. the first video I ever saw you do, like just like me, like being tapped into your work, was um, a video you did with AB. Not surprised. Yeah. When I when I really started, when I moved back and really started doing music videos. Post California. Post California. There was, there was like two videos in between, mm. and then when I moved back here and was like, okay, I'm really, you know, I bought a nicer camera. I'm like, I'm really gonna. When did you do your first video? You think music video <sighs> for hip hop? Well, the first, the first video didn't come out. You know, it was sort of just like in between Maine and California. Got you. My roommate Eamon, his homie in Kansas City, where Got he you. was living at the time, shot something for him. Mm. It never came out, but that's besides the point. Mm. Um, the first actual video that I shot that came out was for Student Splash Daddy. Got you. And Topi, Lil Topi. Never heard of them. And so they're actually, I met them here. I think they're both from here. From Portland. Roughly. Got you. Um, I met them here, and then on my way back from California, I stopped to see some homies in Austin, Texas from here. Mm. They had moved down there on like a short-term lease. It was okay. maybe like a six-month lease. And I ended up staying with them for basically the rest of the lease. Like nice. They were like a month in when I got there. So you live in Texas and you lived in Cali. Yeah, definitely. And Maine. Um, that's like three completely fucking different. You got, now you got to go mm-hmm. to like Minneapolis or some shit. Some random spot, yeah. Go to some random Midwestern city. But when I when I got to Austin, um, I knew those those dudes. That's tight. Um, and I knew they were making music, so I reached out and was like, oh, hey. Oh, the people I, you crashed with were musicians. Oh, they were musicians. Those weren't the people I did the video for. Oh. Um, the, so uh, Splash Daddy and Lil Topi, they lived, like, not far from me in Austin. 
Oh, no and shit. And I knew, I knew them from here, and I knew they were down there. So there was two little groups of people you kind of knew from Maine. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Wow, interesting. <laughs> it's kind of interesting. Um, and yeah, my roommates were also, they're musicians, really great. Um, Love that. They're not hip-hop rap, though. They're like bands. Yeah. Um, they rip rip it up, though. Nice. But shot a video for Splash Daddy and Topi. Mm. They had this one song I was really into for some reason. Nice. Um, but that is... That was my first video. Sweet. And then you started really hitting it high gear when you came back from California and you were living Tried. back here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know. Slowly but surely. Slowly but surely. Are you busy started. now? We'll get busy to the, now. We'll get to sure. the, uh, I don't know, incline of art. But we together linked initially in late 2019, almost two years ago now, which is interesting to think about. It's crazy to think shout about. Shout out Dre Armani. Big shout out to Dre. For bringing you through. That's love, homie. Thank you, Dre. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you. I haven't seen you in forever, Dre. I hope you well. I really can't think the last time I saw you. I saw him the other day. You saw Dre the other day? At uh, AB's Damn, I was working for that. That was dope, too, actually. I I had that on my list of questions, too. But um, shout out, Dre Armani. I want to ask you this. What was your first impression of Benny's crib that night? Because you spent many a night here since then. So (laughs) walk it through that door. It was cool, man. Just I love the vibe in here. Love the conversations. Thank you. Love what you're doing. Thank you, man. So, yeah. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Enjoyed it. Wanted to keep coming back, obviously. Hey, and you did, yo. Um, Because in early 2020, we were working together a lot, doing interviews. Um, But 2020, you also saw the birth of this pandemic and shit. Um, (sighs) But you stayed busy shooting vids all year. Mostly, looked like a lot of outside vids, so you were being pretty safe, (laughs) too. Yeah, dude. And, um... Definitely. I saw you linking with most of these artists had their own Benny's crib interview too. So if you're very interested, just um, search them up. But I saw you linking with Cardiac. You mm-hmm. think you did the Uptown Vid Girl or Uptown Girl video? Yeah. For uh, Dre Armani, great song. I love that track. Um, I saw you working with Super Permi. Hell yeah. Permeate is a hardest. Like people on the 207 is anywhere got to tap into Super Permi, in my opinion. Because if you like blowing Doja to loud ass, just hard hip hop tracks, Permi got it. Like, Straight up. That tape is dope as fuck. That's one of my favorite 207 projects to drop all year. For real. And it's I love that Permi out here doing it, like, in the 207 area. Killing it. Uh, she hard as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a fact. And also, and um, shout out Dre and Cardiac, too. I'm not just trying to gas definitely, up Super Permi, definitely. but, like, i just been playing that Permi tape since it dropped. Hell yeah. Um, shout out St. Pat, too. He's been on the yeah. podcast. You work with St. Pat. Yeah, shout out Pat. I think Duke or Dukes. Duke. Yeah. Yep. Dude's um, super talented. And then those sure. th- th- just to name a few. Um, are there any artists or like pieces that you put out last year you want to shout out that I might have missed for 2020? Oh man, uh, shout out my guy Local King, the okay. youngin. Yeah, Local King. I had him. I couldn't him work. You dropped in um, 2021 for him. I think. Yeah. You did a video. Mm-hmm. There's definitely there's so many people. I feel like at this point, I feel like I've worked with. It's a lot to remember faces. too. Yeah. Especially when you're immersed in the moment and really like soaking up those creative juices of the present. It's hard to think about like, all of the shit you did in the past, you know. Definitely. Um, hell yeah, because you stayed working in 2021. Um, you've been busy with the videos. Shout out the video you dropped for Cardiac early in the year. Mm, Doomsday. With Cardiac. Yeah, Doomsday. Doomsday. That shit hard. Again. Yo, thank you, That's dude. probably my I favorite Cardiac track I've heard thus far. I, just, I love it. That yeah. track is so hard, like. Kill it, be killed. That's the way we condition. Like, Shit goes hard. I couldn't have a, a boss because it fucked with my pride or something like that. I'm Can't pretty have sorry. a boss because it fucked with That's my pride. That's a bar. Yeah. bar. G-shit, for um, sure. Shout out Cardiac. Shout out uh, 
Was it Y2J? Is that what he's going by? Yeah, now? yeah, yeah. Shout out Y2 Crazy, man. Y'all got to tap in. I Y2 used to know crazy. him by Jalen Wise, but uh, Y2 Crazy and uh, Cardiac and his bro. Mm-hmm. Again, two really talented motherfuckers in the 207. Uh, I'm trying to think what else I wanted to shout out. Oh, Mad, Mad, Mad recently. You did the Always Forward Night, too. You did that recap. Yep. Shout out that. That was AB the King's... Uh, like that's his organization, right? Yeah, yeah. Always forward. That's AB's thing. Major shout out to AB. Yeah, um, that was dope. Good lineup too. A lot of people that we've yeah, had on the podcast dude. before. A lot of local cats. Definitely. No, it was a great show. Um, it was cool to see him just doing a good thing for mm. the community. He skates too. Yeah, He's a yeah, good yeah. Skater. That's how I know him. That's how you met him first. Yeah, yeah. And like, oh, let's do this hip hop shit too on the side. He, well, he, yeah, he was the only dude I knew that made me like <laughs> rap music around here. Was he your introduction? To pretty much the hip hop scene in a sense. Oh, for sure. Shout yeah. out skateboarding. I should have highlighted again. that more. Shout yeah. out to AB. He really, I mean, he definitely put me on to some names. That did you play hip hop like in high school growing up at all? Like, was that Zon- play it like, like um, musically as a fan? Because you mentioned yeah. rock initially, but then yeah, you um, definitely like after Soldier Boy in middle school and like <laughs> finding Little Wayne, like Lollipop was oh, popping when I was young. That song was everywhere. Yeah, dude. So I it was like that. I mean, then I, you know, fell in love with so many different artists, Kanye, um, a lot of old, like, kind of older stuff. Yeah. I see you Biggie. playing Tribe. Tribe. Yeah. Because he was a Tribe sure. kid. Um, who who doesn't so love many. playing Tribe? First time you hear Electric Relaxation when you're in high school, you feel like the fucking coolest person alive. They got some bops, dude. Some of the sure. best. Some of the best ever. Rest in peace to Five Dog, too. But shout out to the 2021 output you've had. Um, and... And you did the Man Got Something to Say, Volume 1 trailer. Yes. Much love to that. True. Thank you. That was huge. That was fun. Really dropped the album out. That was cool, too, because we got to, like, kick it in the pandemic in a safe way. Totally. We were responsible and shit, which I always appreciate. Yeah. Um, No, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Because we had to really, like, highlight the city. Mm -hmm. That was really the best part. It was like, let's really put on. I think that video does a great job accentuating a lot of the different vibes and textures of Portland. For sure. No, it's fun to... It wasn't something I typically shoot, you yeah. know? So you it's always it with fun. the trailers, man. I'm telling you. Cause Much love. That's a good transition because you've been a major factor in getting Benny's Crib as a whole kind of back in the swing of things, having you here. So I just want to give you some flowers and say uh, love and appreciation, yo. Appreciate you, my guy. Shot by Tristan is definitely a big part of the Benny's Crib uh, conglomerate, the Rhymey conglomerate, you know. <laughs> I wouldn't call you like an in-house videographer because that's almost disrespectful to what you built as your own brand. No, no. But when I... Uh, want to incorporate videographers in the rhyme beat art tristan is always going to be one of those high on the list my guy high on the list and obviously shout out all the homies who shot for us or for me i always say us but bro it's pretty much just me um shot for me before um and i i don't even like saying that because again it makes it seem like you know it's a more of a one-way street vibe maybe to the outside um videographers who have I've been lucky enough to also have in here have been Sarah Violet and uh, Josh Hand. And now Oliver. Big you, shout out what, to both of what them. What was your last We're name again, B? Renewski. Oliver Renewski. Renewski? Yeah, I made it on the fly. Oh, can I keep making up last names for you on the fly? <laughs> All right, we got um, Oliver Tenenbaum today. But yeah, again, shout out to homie Sarah and Josh. Great, yeah. great oh artists. Oh my God, Much so love. talented. Much love. I love seeing artists in the same field show love to one another. It's a beautiful oh, yeah. thing. Um is there anything you want to shout out as well from 2021, this going on right now that I may have missed that you're proud of? Local King, you did some dope shit. Local King, yeah. Um, 
I feel like I, I've done a lot of stuff that hasn't come out yet. Stay to be tuned. Honest. Yeah, some some stay tuned for sure. Got a lot coming. Hell yeah. Got a lot coming, actually. I'm excited to see it mm. wholeheartedly. Before we wind down here, I think you know what I'm going to ask next. Are you ready for potentially some, I'm going to have you guess. Rapid fire? Rapid fire question. It's that time. Let's get it. This, is, this might be tough. You mentioned you couldn't really think of many earlier, but... What's a favorite music video from growing up? Crank that, Soldier Boy. There we go. Breck, oh, I saw one today I want to shout out. The Touch It remix by Busta Rhymes. I forgot the production value that these videos had. Like mm. back in like 95 to 2005, I feel like that was the heyday of like oh. cinematic videos. You think Dude. of like the Puff Big Boy era of like, let's drop a million on the video. I think, I feel like I was having this conversation with Josh mm. and... We were just talking about music video budgets and mm. how it's gone from like these huge budgets to essentially nothing. Astronomical. You yeah. be, you you could make an indie movie for half of what a P Diddy music video. Yeah. What's that video? Yeah, yeah. I think it's Victory maybe or um I forget. There's an exact video with those helicopters and shit. I'm pretty sure it's like a million dollar video that Diddy did. And then you just seen California Love by uh, Tupac and Dre. That's another like um, mad cinematic one. It's like, I can't who, even. Who's funding this? I'm not even gonna front like I've seen it. I'm not sure. It's okay. I'm not sure. I like the honesty is more important than anything here. Uh, all right, crank that soldier boy. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Which breakfast. ones you fade? Love Most important breakfast. meal of the day. Yeah. And the thing about breakfast Definitely. is, you can legit have whatever you want. America does this thing yeah. where it's like, you gotta have donut, you gotta have eggs. It's like, other countries wake up. They have like rice and one egg and like veggies for breakfast. Sounds That's pretty good. That's gastronaut. Too. I love doing that. Yeah. I love getting like beans and rice with egg for, for breakfast. <sighs> yeah, dude. Colombian coffee. Mm-hmm. I don't eat pork really, but like if you get like something like a spicy chorizo chicken sausage in a sense. Yeah. Bomb. Delicious. Who's a two o? Who's a two o seven MC? You spin a lot. <sighs> MC. That can be a. Any 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 hip hop artist, yeah. Any hip hop artist is cool. Um, definitely. Uh, there's this one song off Permi State. <clears throat> Excuse me, off Permi State. I've been bumping. Which one? Heart. That's it. I think. Trying to think. It's heart. How's that one go? I got heart. Something something. Uh, I'm trying to think because there's two I play a lot. Um, Moon, which is a dope piano beat, and there's one mm-hmm. where it's like gold rope around my neck but i won't choke i forget what that one is and that one's hard as fuck too. i gotta re-listen to the whole it's thing, hard though right no, yes, shout out your shirt too shout out pendeja studio some of the best most beautiful shit in the states get made from pendeja mm-hmm. or has been made i think their latest drop has been sold out for a, a minute but whenever they drop get pendeja shit trust me super and dope. Uh, acab all day you already know let's keep it going what's a book you want to shout out a, a book Oh, dang, a book, dude. A piece of literature. Man, I haven't read a book in so long. To it be could honest. be a youth book. Curious George or something. <sighs> Curious George. Oh, what's the one with the caterpillar? The Hungry, Hungry Caterpillar? Hungry Caterpillar by Eric Carle. Well, shout out that one, man. Great illustrations in that novel as well. Yeah. Impactful Love to it. the youth. Absolutely. The Everyone energy. out there, just you can blossom just like that motherfucking caterpillar. What is it? Is it called the Ugly Caterpillar? I think it's the hungry cat. Oh, hungry. What's the right? uh, the ugly duckling is what I'm thinking of. Ugly duckling, yeah, yeah. There's got to be some problematic themes to the ugly duckling that I haven't yet figured out. But I remember I was really enamored by that when I was younger. I mean, let's be honest. At least like half the human shit we've experienced is probably mad toxic. Anyway, what's an important lesson you've learned in this game thus far? Oh, man. I feel like I've learned so many. It's a lot of lessons, yo. 
Um, you can learn a lesson every day. I try to. Important lesson. Listen to the song before you tell them you're going to do the video. Respectfully. Mm. I've definitely got myself into some weird situations where, like, I said yes just on some, like, job stuff. Yeah. And I heard the song and I was like, oh, I'm not going to be able to do this. Not my vibe. Out of respect for the artist and myself. Yeah. You, know? just, you didn't vibe with it sonically? Yeah. Yeah. And that can't, for me personally, that can't really translate into, like, a quality product. I feel that. You know? Well, that means a lot. Then That means you've enjoyed everything you've done here. Yeah. Oh, for sure. No, I really, I really, especially these days, I try and just work with tracks or people or projects that uh, vibe with, I, I really vibe with. Yeah, that's important. In, you a, know. in a sense, I mean, you know, you can't just be in it for the money or it. Yeah, I don't know. You it might lose, you might lose the job, artistry. I guess. Yeah. yeah, and you might forget yeah. the reason why you got into it initially. Exactly. That's what I tell myself. And artists out there, I've realized myself included heavily. Pardon me, I burped. You got to have a thick skin, yo, because sometimes, speaking for me, I'm a very sensitive individual and that will correlate into my art. And sometimes if someone doesn't fuck with something or I don't get the love that I wanted for something, I set an expectation for something when I shouldn't have and it doesn't get met, that can make you feel in your feelings. And I realized, like, just because someone you like might have not, like, promoted something that you wanted them to promote. Let's say someone didn't respond to, like, a text or something you sent them. You never know what headspace someone's in there they could be mad busy dealing with shit that's just not in the time period where you're trying to link with them someone could send you a song and say do a video for this and then you listen that person listens to it and says hey i hate to do this but like actually just i don't think i can bring this vision to life on this song it'd be like that like pretty much what i'm saying is you'll go a lot farther in any game you're in especially in the creative art world if you respect that other people might have a difference of opinion and you can still work with them in a business relationship and respect them for that rather than get like immediately sensitive if something doesn't go your way Mm -hmm. i think that's a huge lesson that artists should know because i'm a pretty sensitive individual and i've learned that everything ain't about me b just because someone may not want to work with me it doesn't necessarily mean it's about my character it could be about their schedule Mm-hmm. Just because someone doesn't respond, to, like again, there's so many different things you can let your head and your mind and anxiety do, especially being locked up in the pandemic like we were kind of last year. Just don't take shit too personal. Is pretty much what I'm saying, you know. Like, don't burn out a relationship in one go because you get kind of caught in your feelings. You never know. Like, you might be able to work with that person down the line. That's just what. That's a, an advice I would give if that makes sense. Um, Portland food spot you love. There's so many. That's Dude. another. That's uh, even harder question. Uh, lately, my thing's been Bon Appetit. Bro, bon that's Mies. one of my favorite places in town. Yeah. Bon Appetit's stupid. Smacking. Lemongrass lemon beef. Grass, yeah. yeah. That's the, the one, dude. I do the lemongrass chicken, but... Oh, chicken? Okay. Yeah. That, I'm sure it's dank. Yeah. Sure I, I, fuck, dank. I fuck... I fuck... I'll eat beef every now and then. Like, I yeah. eat poultry heavily. I try and cut back on my meat, but, uh... I eat poultry heavily, and then beef's, like, what I'll go to next. And then pork's, like, third after that. True. You can get some good ass beef, like a nice wagyu steak with like some greens and avocado on the side. I mean, come on. But anyway, um, forget about it. Forget about it, Jack. Bon or shout out Bon Appetit heavily. Mm. They're an institution I really love. And getting their bomby sandwiches for a minute. I've never had a bad one. I remember like a nice brewery day where you gotta hit a brewery somewhere in like the the East End. There's Slide a through and down get there. A, um, what you say? Right down the street, I think. Right. Um, down near the park. Which one? Down near KP. Oh, you're talking a about... A couple breweries. About, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Rainer Kennedy Park, there's a bunch of breweries and shit now. They didn't gentrify the whole area to be straight, but like the whole fucking city is. But regardless, um, you need food in your stomach, go hit a Bon Appetit. 
Go to the East End, crack a couple, allegedly. Like, several, allegedly. Go hit a brewery, allegedly. But shout out Bon Appetit. That's a great answer. Who's an artist you'd still want to work with? Could be like a national artist. Like a dream a dream job for a video. Uzi. Oh, I'd be pretty wild. That would be fun. I'd be pretty wild. You got a pretty... Sp- for sure. I say this in a comp- complimentary way. Like, you got a pretty spastic way you can transition shots and create, like, a Thank chaotic you. energy to your music um, or to your videos that match the vibe of the music. And I think that would work quite well. Oh, yeah. What's your dream, ca- dream camera? Dream camera? Oh, man. I don't really know. I'm pretty happy with the one I got now. Nice. Uh, That's a good thing, yo. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing. You know, there's obviously bigger, crazier, fancier ones that shoot up. But I mean. You ain't Christopher Nolan over here. You yeah, Tristan Anderson. You know? Christopher it works Nolan for me. would love to be Tristan Anderson. <laughs> He'd love to be filming shit on this, in this apartment. Um. <laughs> Who's a videographer you respect? Omar Jones. Omar Jones. I'm Crazy. Sure. Let me, let me Crazy. This. Omar Jones. I gotta. I gotta Omar see. Omar Jones. I gotta see. Lone Wolf. Cole Bennett, obviously. Omar Jones. Oh, I'm already on the. Motherfucker shop for Theravada. Dude, yo. You should dig through a few. Yeah, of I'm, I'm gonna put Omar Jones in the back burner because Theravada's. Oh man, the way he blend. Oh. Dude, yeah, he's making the, he's making the brick. Crazy. Mo- yeah, I, I, that's different. We're putting that in the back. I just need to see this dude's computer setup. Yeah, to be honest, because the stuff he does is like my computer would catch on fire. <laughs> sure. Just like the GoPro dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, our GoPro overheated earlier. You might have noticed it due to the transitional ch- tone of change. Whatever. A couple more questions here, Tristan. What dinosaur would you be? Probably a T Rex. Nice. Little arms, though. It'd be tough to shoot. Tiny arms. Oh, yeah. how, would you, how would you process everything? <laughs> how would you change the settings? And you have camera? to adapt. I'd You'd make the first T-Rex accessible camera. Proudest moment you've had thus far? Proudest moment so far? It's, it's a really tough one for me, honestly. You should be proud of a lot, Tristan. Appreciate that. I would say I, would say I definitely feel proud and a sense of accomplishment when I send the final to someone mm. and they react real positively to it. Mm. And Don't change anything. Down. This yeah, is right, perfect. right, right. <laughs> they're like, oh, it's good. This is the one. Um, yeah, definitely feel proud then. At the same time, I'm not overly proud of anything I've You're done still this far. I'm still... There's room to grow. It just feels like I could do better. You yes, know, yes. I haven't quite quite hit it on the head yet. But. Give yourself your flowers, but always push for daily growth. Exactly. What's an album or an artist that puts you in a good mood? Ooh, there's so many. Oh, uh, do you know the band Sales? That sounds hella familiar, but I can't name a song. So, um, Sales has a self-titled album. Sales, obviously, we played that <laughs> a bunch in uh, Texas. I just have, like, a ton of really good memories associated with the music. And the music's very, very, like, it's good, like, cooking music, chill music. I love that kind. I could show you some after this. I like that. Texas music that reminds me of those vibes would be Krongbin. What is it? I could have butchered their name. It's K-H-R-A-U-N-G-B-I-N. Or Krongbin. It's one of those. They're incredible. Yeah? Incredible. One of my favorite modern bands. Limited vocals. I think it's a three-piece, mostly like alternative jazzy rock in a sense. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But it has some riffs and almost 
vibe similar to jam music where it's just you just lock into the instrumentation and it's beautiful but it's not like like it's not like fish or some shit like that where not that i'm talking shit but it's just like no i I, I is a really unique band i really like them a lot oh hell yeah um I appreciate your answers. You survived the rapid fire. And let's wrap it up here, in a sense. What's up in Tristan's world currently? Any major moves? <sighs> pun intended. Major. Major moves. Yeah. yeah. So I just locked down an apartment in Brooklyn. See you, Jack. So, yeah. Making the big jump from little city to the big city. There we go, man. Can I see what it has to offer? It's exciting. You excited? I'm excited, man. I'm super excited. We're going to miss you here, but... You gotta I'm gonna miss your motherfucking wings. I'm gonna miss Portland and everyone here. Mm. But I'm gonna be back. Oh, yeah. You know, you never leave your home bit. anyway, bro. You're from here. Facts. Hell yeah. Is there any projects you want? Well, first off, best of luck to your endeavors. Thank you, sir. I hope that when you're immersed in the scene of other creatives, other videographers, A, you can maybe start to, you know, really keep building on your craft and keep mm-hmm. learning new things from yourself, your time, your experiences, your peers. And also, I think you'll probably link with a lot of dope artists and maybe do some videos and shit down there, too. That's what I'm hoping, man. I know the homies Be All and Alex and Garrett and Soto and NV are all down there, so shout out them. Um, I wish you the best, Tristan. We're going to miss you out here, but... uh, Thank you, my guy. You got to fucking spread those wings, man. True friends never want to see their friends just stay in the same place and never grow. I got a Goodwill Hunting poster on my wall, and there's a very important moment in Goodwill Hunting where I'm going to butcher the quote verbatim, but Ben Affleck says to his best friend, Matt Damon, I don't want to see you here anymore. Like, I want to walk up to your house one day and not have you here because that means hopefully you're somewhere, like, really living up to your potential and just just doing your best, essentially. Like, if you really, really care about someone, you won't want to have them tied down. That way they're always around you and potentially not feeling at their full potential. You want to let that motherfucker spread their wings. And that's what that Goodwill Hunting monologue is saying is, I hope one day I just don't have you around because you're out there living your best life at your fullest. And Appreciate that's a pretty you, dramatic uh, analogy, but it's true, man. Like, no, it's true. Because at the let... same time, I'll miss you, but I want to, I want to, I want A, I just think it's better for you to do your best shit. You shouldn't be if you want to grow. And second, when I'm in the city, I want to get some dollar slices and I need to crash the couch and I can add you to the list. <laughs> that's, that's, really, how it, through, that's really how it works. I, I would love to. I would love to. I, got, I think I'm going to try and come down to the city sometime. Because low-key, might y'all like, this kid's a hip-hop journalist and he's saying this. I've never been to New York City. I've been to New York mad what? times, but I've only driven through it. No. I've never posted. I'm, my feet have never touched a borough. Oh, my God. Dude, Dude come through. For real. If I touch I've only a borough, been a few times. I'm blowing so much Doja. I'm yep. playing so much Pharaoh Monch, and I'm getting so much Jamaican food, my eyes are going to start to fucking just have oxtail fucking gravy in the bottom. It's good down there, man. I know a couple spots. Stop it. All right, I we got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. Well, anyway, best of luck in your endeavor. Much love. Is there any stay tuned moments or any projects you want to tease? Yeah. I got a lot coming. Got <laughs> something with Super Parmy off that album. Yes. Um, It's actually love. It's been talked about. Now where's before. the love? Yeah. That's a good so song. So we shot love. That's coming. Got something with Pat coming. I got two things with Pat coming. Shout actually. out St. Pat. Oh, my guy. Tongue tied. We actually have something in the vaults. We shot something a while ago. Skirt. Finished it a while ago. Skirt. We're looking to do another video, I think, before we drop that one. I um, love then I got another sort of big project coming up in a way not coming up I've, I've 
been working on it, but uh can't really say who it's for quite yet, but more on like the commercial side of stuff. Tell me after. Uh yeah, no, I will. For sure. Pink Naval dropped me some major news last week that I was cathartically interested in, but I can't tell you shit. Hey yo, I'm I'm pretty damn trustworthy, y'all say I got a good vault, so to speak, so hit me with your secrets. I'm excited to hear it. No doubt. Regardless, and allegedly I don't know I don't know anything. Um, where can peeps reach you? What's a good place for contacting you for inquiries and business discussion? Basically, booking. Basically, all socials. Just just shop by Tristan website. Shopbytristan.com. Mm. The only thing that is sort of different is my Instagram. It's uh, at underscore shop by Tristan because mm. the dude Under- wouldn't sell me the oh, the real handle. Unfortunately, g- g- give me his address. Give me his at. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm thinking I'll I'll. I'm gonna wait maybe another year and ask again very nicely. Yeah, just see if he's got a GoFundMe going for this shit. Let's go to let's buy him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Need Trist- it. Straight up, straight up. Well, Tristan, unless you have anything you want to plug, I have one more question. Let's hear it. And I'm, you've been guessing them right. What do you think <laughs> I'm gonna ask you? I know what you're gonna ask. All right. Where am I gonna be a year from now? Where will Tristan Anderson be one year from now? I'd like to think New York, maybe, if things go well. That's what Pink Naval said. Maybe you'll yeah. bump into them in Spanish Harlem with their dog. Definitely. We'd love to. Um, yeah. You know, hopefully New York doing exactly what I'm doing right now. New just York. on a bigger scale. New York. Hell big yeah. city. Making videos for... Uh, man, I listen to a lot of New York hip-hop. I'm trying to think. Who would be a dope... What would I got? AJ Radico. I can see you getting a video with AJ Radico. You gotta put some, put me on to some people. I'll tap man. you in. A, I might even give you some names that like are at the level where you, they're big enough to like really get a good placement, but small because they're on the rise in a sense. Yeah. But small enough where uh, they're not like you know hit my management who will give you my business who will hit you with right. the assistant to the business manager who will probably send you some random PR person. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go around. Yeah, Ag Radico is uh, I think from Queens. Cool. I could be saying their name wrong too, but uh, really, really dope. Hell yeah, Tristan. It's been an honor to have you here, my friend. My uh, guy. We're going to miss you when your visual's here, but uh, we don't fret the things we cannot control. There's always more fish in the sea. And uh, best of luck again, man. Thanks to y'all for listening. Shout out Yardy Ting. Shout out Pendeja Studio. Your dollars are your votes. Make sure you support the right, sh- or the, the worthy shit, you know, motherfuckers that out here putting on for their communities. True. And Very uh, true. We'll see you next time. Much love. Peace. <laughs>